Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Well, the field is set and the paramutual windows are open. It'll be Sleepy Joe versus President Tweedy. Each has a track record his opponent will exploit, so we can assume that the big race in the fall will be run in the mud. Joe Biden versus Donald Trump won't exactly be Secretariat versus Seattle Slough. Instead, we've got two really old war horses, the only two survivors, really, after a host of challengers came up lame in a series of primary races and were put down by the voters. At least we now have nicknames to attach to the pair, thereby keeping alive the revered political tradition of name-calling. Most of our presidents and many of our presidential candidates were given nicknames, and you would be right if you assumed many of them were less than complimentary. Richard Nixon was known to the multitudes as Tricky Dick. Years later, Bill Clinton was often referred to as Slick Willie. Rather than suggest a pattern, let's just say that neither commanded the respect of their political enemies. John Quincy Adams was sometimes called the Madman from Massachusetts by senators from the South. He preferred a kinder and gentler nickname, JQA, to distinguish himself from his father, John Adams. James Monroe was called the last of the crooked hats, which may or may not have been premature in its assumption. Several presidents had multiple nicknames, including Martin Van Buren, known as the Red Fox of the Kinderhook, the Little Magician, and Little Van, among other things. Andrew Jackson was Old Hickory by those who admired him, and King Andrew I by those who did not. William Henry Harrison, one of eight presidents with Ohio ties, was Old Tippecanoe. His successor, John Tyler, was often referred to as his accidency, a reference to the death of President Harrison just 32 days into the job. Similarly, Millard Fillmore was called the accidental president. After Richard Nixon's resignation, so was Gerald Ford. Apparently, all three were regarded as accidents waiting to happen. Lyndon Johnson was known for spinning tall tales and stretching the truth, so detractors gave him a nickname most would consider obscene. Let's just say it started with Bull. Nobody's better at the nickname game than Donald Trump. Consider the names he came up with during the Democratic primaries. Elizabeth Warren was Pocahontas, a reference to her distant Native American heritage. Bernie Sanders was Crazy Bernie. Pete Buttigieg, the former mayor of South Bend, was Alfred E. Newman, the Mad Magazine guy. And there was Lion Ted, Little Marco, and of course, Crooked Hillary. Joe Biden's nickname for Mr. Trump, President Tweedy, is harmless enough and a moderately funny reference to the president's nightly habit of maximizing his Twitter account to the detriment of his enemies. If only this were as nasty as the campaign is going to get, but you know better. This is an election that will be contested in what the railbirds at the track would call sloppy conditions by two competitors in their 70s. Let's hope they both make it to the finish line. In the meantime, I think it's fair to ask this question. Now that Sleepy Joe is calling his opponent President Tweedy, does that mean that Air Force One is now the Tweedy Bird? Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.